it didn't feel good. And I, I, I remember kind of turning that page at that moment. So, um, and there's lots of other little moments that keep adding up to it. But to me, it's like holding on to that version of ourselves before those things happen and just, you know, remembering how special it is to, to just hold on to that through those parts of our lives. Cause we all go through it. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like to anybody listening out there who needs to hear it, just, Keep going because the story really does get better. I promise. <laughs> hey, I'm Carly Coop. This is Country 107, and I am talking to the one, the only Tennille Towns. So excited to chat with you, Tennille. You've got some exciting news to share, and I want to get to that, but I want to ask where you are right now. I'm in Nashville today. I'm actually home today. and packing my bags. I'm switching over some laundry to get the get the suitcase ready to head back out tomorrow. And you are out on tour with who right now? We are out with Brothers Osborne. I'm so excited. I'm having the best time getting to open up for them. They Their show is so entertaining and getting to just learn from them every night and sing alongside stage has been so fun. And getting to play again is such a crazy joy. I've, I've missed it so much. And it feels so surreal and wonderful getting to come together with everybody out there. Right, because it's been a long 18 months. You are correct about that. I am I'm just so happy to, to be getting back out there and hopefully seeing the other side of all this. Cause you're right. What a long 18 months it's been. <laughs> you know, I'm thankful for technology, though, because we have been able to still watch you perform. You know, even like in in a bathroom, in your house, like you're still (laughs) you're still getting out in front of us. Right. And and we we appreciate still being able to hear you. I mean, we get to hear you on the radio, but to see you show up on social media and share your talents that way is is awesome. And now you get to do it live in front of people again. And you're with the Brothers Osborne. Do you sit and so you just sit backstage and watch the show every night? I do, yeah. I usually find a road case that's kind of parked on the side of the stage and take a seat and take it in. I love getting to watch the show, so um, it's it's one of my favorite parts of the day for sure. I bet, and you you get to learn while you're wa- you're sitting there watching, right? That's right, definitely. There's so much to every show. There's like something a little different that happens, or it's like, oh wow, I love how they love how they did that, and they're so great about making sure everyone out there has such a good time. Right, and you do the same thing, making sure everybody's having a good time at your show. What what does a concert day, so today is a day off, but what does a regular concert day look like for you? What do you do in that day? That's a good question. I, the time on the road is such a weird concept. Like, it goes so fast and so slow at the same time in the day. It's like, okay, so get there in the morning. We usually drive overnight, so we show up in the morning and unload all our gear and um, kind of get ready for the day, and then... Um, find some breakfast and maybe get to do a little bit of exploring in the town that we're in and then come back in the afternoon for sound check and um, keep setting everything back up on stage and then it's time to get dressed and get ready for the show. I don't even know where the day goes. I bet. How, how do you sleep? You said you drive overnight. Like, do you now just, okay, I figured out how to sleep while we're driving? Um, I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite nailed that yet. It's a, it's a weird thing to to sleep while you're while you're driving in the night. But we're in a really cool situation. It's called a bandwagon. It's like in between a van and a bus, and so 
we all have our own bunks, which are really awesome. So being able to, to lay down while we're moving is such a game changer. So I bet. Um, I'm getting there, getting back into the swing of it for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have a bunch of snorers in your bandwagon? Thankfully, no. Oh, it's really, really great. So, <laughs> right? Pretty, pretty quiet sleeping. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So, right now you're on tour with the Brothers Osborne, but we got some big news to share. What What's going on for you uh, starting later on this fall? I'm so excited to be coming home to Canada to play my very first ever headlining tour. So, we're doing a handful of dates across Canada and Oh, I'm just so excited to get to, to come back to the homeland and see everybody. And I've never done my own headlining shows before, so or run of shows. So I, I can't wait to, to get to have a good time with everybody out there and, and play some of these songs together. So I'm, I'm just so, 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 so excited. Well, we're excited because you're going to be playing Sunday, December 12th at the Park Theatre on Osborne in Winnipeg. Tickets go on sale in just a couple days. I'm so looking forward to this. You know, how does this feel? Girl from Northern Alberta is now headlining her own tour. Like, you know, when you were 14, did you see this? It feels so surreal. I, To be honest with you, I did. Like, that's the thing. We're calling this tour the girl who didn't care to her. And I really have that younger version of myself to think because I don't think I would be here, you know, living out my dream if it wasn't for her just relentless belief that it would happen. <laughs> so she'd be freaking out at the thought of this tour, and I, I, I really am. I'm, I'm just so thrilled and so excited. I can't wait to come to Winnipeg on December 12th. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's like an early Christmas party. Ah, I can't wait. Right? I'm so excited to see you there and see everybody there. And thanks for talking about the show. I'm I'm just like floating on cloud nine being able to announce this today. I, I'm just so excited for you. I'm familiar with where you're from. And so I just think girl from Grand Prairie is making the rounds of the country, <laughs> sharing her skill Thank and talent you. with everybody. This is so exciting. So are you anticipating a whole pile of fans and or family and friends at your Alberta shows specifically? I sure hope so. I hope everybody comes out to have a good time with us. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What was your first concert? Where did you first perform in front of your friends and family? Mm, I've been singing since I was so little. I sang at all kinds of different local events yeah. and fundraisers and stompedes and um i played i used to sing oh canada at all our local storm hockey games i nice. think i started that when i was nine or ten years old so um i've i'm just i sang at everybody's weddings i was the uh <laughs> the wedding singer for all our family and friends so awesome I, I can't wait to uh to see everybody out on this tour it's gonna feel like a really cool full circle I, it will be so you said you sang at hockey games so i'm going to ask you a difficult question now if you're a hockey fan, who are you cheering for right now? You've got a few teams you could be floating between. I really do. It's a good question. I mean, I used to sing for the, the local the, um, AJHL team, so right. it was the Grand Prairie Storm. That's okay. my team. I mean, but if I had to pick up who I'm cheering with, I really feel partial to Alberta. You know, I really think I'd have to go with the Oilers. Oh. However, I've been to more Nashville Predator games. That's... And I have any any games at home, so I think I'm I'm uh, sharing my allegiance here with with Nashville these days. <laughs> well, I think they you know they'll give you some grace. They'll give you some room for that. You can you can. I hope so. One I in hope each no country. One, no one fights me for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you have a song that you just released, "Girl Who Didn't Care." 
I, I love this song, and you just referenced it a minute ago, and I was uh, scrolling through your social media because you show up so well, and you were talking about um, your the gr- eighth grade you, and you mm-hmm. remember wearing a dress that you hated wearing. Isn't that, isn't that always yeah. the case? We always remember those things that nobody else will remember, but you remember this. And you Thank wrote you. And, and you referenced your song, Girl Who Didn't Care. Tell me about this song. And, and the video was so powerful. Oh, thank you. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately in this past, you know, season of so much time at home about where our courage comes from. And hmm. to me, it is that fearless version of ourselves and that just really believed anything was possible, didn't care what anyone else said or thought or how far away a dream was. And I very much was that that girl growing up. And I, I remember, you know, I think it happens to all of us as we grow up. It's like you kind of lose little pieces of that at a time. And mm. I posted this memory of, you know, playing at my eighth grade little graduation end of the year assembly. And um, I just remember a couple of kids laughing in the front row. And I have no idea if it was about me or not, but it felt like mm. it was. And it was just this first moment of me kind of going, oh, wow, like, I, this is kind of scary. I don't know that I want to do this. And um, and I, I didn't sing in my school for a while after that. And um, I vividly, yeah, I remember the dress and I was struggling with the microphone stand. <laughs> just like, it was a bit of a train wreck moment for me in front of everybody. And and it didn't feel good. And I, I, I remember kind of turning that page at that moment. So um, and there's lots of other little moments that keep adding up to it, but to me, it's like holding on to that version of ourselves before those things happen and just, you know, remembering how special it is to to just hold on to that through those parts of our lives because we all go through it. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like to anybody listening out there who needs to hear it, just, just keep going because the story really does get better, I promise. <laughs> It does. And, and right, you are a good example of that, pushing through and learning from your things. And, you know, the thing is, you're remembering all the bad stuff from that experience. And my get, my bet is now your eighth grade classmates are going, remember when Tennille Town sang at our eighth grade grad? <laughs> right? And, Isn't it funny how those things go and kind of shift what, what the reality is versus what it felt like in our mind? So yeah. I think it's so important to just keep loving what you love and no matter what anybody else says or thinks through that but also know you're not alone and and feeling weird about it sometimes so um but yeah and I'm really grateful we got to do a video for the song and we featured three incredible um females who I've gotten to to know um we had Sarah Fuller who is a a soccer player that got called up last year to play on the football team at at, um, Vanderbilt College and so she's the first female to ever play and score points in a power five football game conference which was so wow. cool to watch and so getting to know her I was like oh we have to see if she'll want to do this video and um there's Alyssa Carson who is an aspiring astronaut and her story is incredibly inspiring and then we got to work with a local firefighter here in Nashville and she's got such an incredible spirit such a generous heart about her and um it was really cool to get to tell those stories of like the younger versions of the dreamers in us and then seeing real women you know in real life kind of living those dreams out so that was really cool to get to highlight yeah, I love the the younger to the older kind of just saying, "Okay, per- here's what perseverance looks like." Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Aww, I, thanks for saying that. I love it. I I love how uh, personal 
how how much you show of your heart and yourself in your songwriting and you know we are not left to wonder what what no, you, what you are experiencing you for saying that that really does mean a lot it's important to me it's terrifying sometimes to lay your heart on the line like that but it right. it means a lot to know that we're not alone in it nobody is so if music can be a part of reminding people that then it's my greatest honor to share those things Right. M- music is so powerful and the words are so powerful. And, you know, just thinking of young girls who are listening to this and going and, and the hope that you give with with your words. Do do songs just come to you at random times? Like, are you just all of a sudden going, oh, this is good and you got to write it down? Or how does that work for you? <laughs> I do carry a list on my phone of like ideas or thoughts. And I have um, a journal that I'm filling pages of and Sometimes it does it at random times, and sometimes it happens when I sit down and really think about it. So it's such a mystery. There's never, like, one song that's written quite the same as the next, but um, the process is always something so magical to me. Right, because the whole concept of writing is just uh, weird to me, like that you can just sit down and go, okay, now it's time to write, and you've got that list of things. I'm in awe of people who can do that, and you do it very, very well, well, thank you. It is weird to me, too. It's such a strange strange process, but it is such a truly a magical thing. I love it so much. It is. Well, you know, one of my favorite songs of yours is When I Meet My Maker. And Aw, thanks for that. It's a pretty personal song. I was listening to it again recently, and I sent it to my husband. Like, you got to listen to this song. Add it to your playlist. Um, Aww. You, you reference faith in it. Does that play into your music and writing and performing? It does. That's a big part of it for me. You know, I have this this belief that I carry with me and this this sort of companion in, in my face that I'm just not never alone in. Hmm. Um, but to me, it's like it's such a conversational relationship of faith. Like I loved getting to include both When I Meet My Maker and a song called Jersey on the Wall on mm-hmm. my last record where it's like I'm I'm just as. Um, you know, in, in the honest parts of my, my pursuit of figuring out what my faith looks like, it's like I like to ask the hard questions, and um, I think it's okay to ask those. I think there's healing in, in the conversation itself. And When I Meet My Maker was um, a song that brought me a lot of peace in thinking about my great-grandmother, who I'd recently lost, and mm-hmm. thinking about where she is now. And um, I'm, I'm so so grateful to have had her in my life for 20 years and to, to still feel her with me sometimes, too. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a big part of my belief in this path and in in the creative process. To me, it's such a sacred feeling thing. So I think that's very much a part of it. Yeah, I like that you call it a sacred process. I think a lot our faith grows in our questions, right? And mm-hmm. and you are asking those, that. and and you're showing us what it looks like. That that's well, thank awesome. you. What would be your favorite song to play? Can can you? Oh, do you have a favorite? Oh my goodness, I love playing all of them. To be honest, <laughs> uh, somebody's daughter has a really special place in my heart for for the first single that we got to do, and yeah. hearing people sing that with us is such a cool thing. And I do think playing "Jersey on the Wall" is one that um, I always am admiring people coming up and telling me their stories of people they've loved or lost too soon. So um, the conversation that that song leads to really means a lot to me. I think that's one of my favorites as well. Right. So when you're singing those, you can see everybody singing along. What is that like? Surreal. It's so beautiful. I'm uh, I'm really just so, so grateful for that, that moment of feeling like people have connected to these songs and they've meant something in their life and they feel inclined to sing along as the best sound in the whole world. Right. 
Right. Well, I have a, just a couple more questions for you because I know you got your laundry to do, your tour laundry. Um, couple, <laughs> kind of just a few fun questions, or maybe maybe these are hard. I don't know. How, how do you measure success in your life? Huh, that's a big question. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not a random <laughs> you know, question. You it's, know, it's, it's about creating music and sharing music that feels true and that makes people feel less alone. And being able to do that, whatever that looks like, is to me what success feels like and feeling happy mm. and healthy and all of those things. So I'm um, grateful for that feeling. Well, I, then I, I would say that you are being successful, Tanil, for sure. For sure well, you are. Well, thank you. <laughs> who would you say is a mentor in your life? Who do you look up to? Mm. I have a lot of heroes in the music world that I, I look mm. up to. Shania Twain has been such a huge inspiration to me. Miranda Lambert has very much been a mentor. She invited me on her very first, on my very first tour, and I'll never forget that. So oh. um, that's been so special to me. And I think just, you know, people in my life like my grandmother or just strong strong women that I'm surrounded by um, on my team that I get to work with on the regular so um, those are all people who inspire me very much awesome I love that what is the best part of your day mm, getting to play music absolutely getting to to share music with people and feel that sort of community spirit coming together right so because this is your job playing music when you have an off day or when you just need to decompress, are you still going to the music? Absolutely. I think I'm still listening to it or writing it or feeling drawn to it or I'm resting. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to go for walks and kind of think things through as I'm pacing. That feels very therapeutic to me. I'm just going to guess there's probably some writing process that takes place while you're walking, too. I think that could be true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Leave the seeds for ideas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Last question for you. What is an item on your bucket list? What is something you really want to do that you haven't done yet? Mm, honestly, put, do a headlining tour has very much been on the bucket oh. list. So getting to see that come to life in December is such a cool and surreal thing. So I can't wait for these shows. Well, we're, I'm excited that this gets to get checked off your list. Me too. So grateful. So I can't wait to see everybody in December and can't wait until hopefully I'll get to see you at the Park Theater in Winnipeg. Oh, and, um, I'm going to try my darndest to get there. To it very yeah. much. Yeah. So we will be seeing Tennille in the Park Theater on Osborne Sunday, December 12th, as she headlines her first Canadian tour. Tickets go on sale on September 10th. Looking forward to this so much. Thank you for your time, Tennille. I really appreciate it. Thank you for yours. I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon.